0: this festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Takovas is your stop before attending your next concert. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Amy here, and I will be hosting this entire episode, and I'll be here again on Thursday. Now, if you're brand new to the podcast, you might be thinking, well, why is Amy telling us she's gonna be here? This is her podcast. But if you have been listening for a while, or at least to some recent episodes, you know that I've had some other things that I've had to really focus my energy on, totally not work-related, and uh, that's where I've had to be. And I've had amazing people and friends step in and still put up content for you guys to consume. And I hope that you have enjoyed that and appreciated it, but I will be here this week and I'm here this week because I think it's healthy for me to be here currently. I don't know for sure. Can't say that I'll be here next week. I am really just one day at a time with this. I want to encourage anybody else going through anything right now, whatever it is, whatever it may be. I don't know. I don't even know why I'm getting emotional right now. I just think I feel a connection with you. And anytime I've shared anything that I'm going through and while you don't know the details those are not important I don't mind you knowing that it's very hard right now it's really hard Um, But it's not lost on me that some of you might be going through something hard right now. And the advice I can give you is one day at a time, one step at a time. Sometimes it might be minute by minute, hour by hour. Well, shoot, I thought it was going to be healthy for me to be here, but I guess it's also emotional for me to be kind of back working again. I love connecting with you. I love my podcast and it's something that has become very important to me and I work hard on it. And uh, there's other areas in my life where I've had to step back and I can't. I care about those deeply. I care about the work we do with Espoir and I have stepped back a little bit from that. And Mary is definitely carrying a lot of that load. I care a lot about the Bobby Bone show obviously. That's what's kicked off everything. But with Espois, I love that Mary and I have grown something that gives back to Haiti, a place that has a special place in our hearts. And with The Bobby Bones Show, of course, I work for people that are amazing and where I can step away. And I recently took a whole week off from the show. You know, I didn't know what it would look like. Was I going to take a couple of days? Was I going to take a week? Am I back for good right now? I don't know. And I know that some of you are going through really hard things right now, and you don't even have that option to step away. You may not have people that can come in and fill in for you you may not have a boss that's like hey you know what yeah we got this we can do the show without you this week you may not have a business partner that's like hey take care of you like i got it don't even worry about it so i see you i hear you i mean you're not really speaking to me physically right now literally but i think of you often i think of people that are going through hard things right now that can't step away and i don't know how you're doing it so in a spirit of gratitude I want to say right now, I'm so thankful for the people I have in my life so that I have been able to step away. I am here today. I will be here Thursday because I'm going to do a Christmas gift guide. It'll be a little bit more than that, and I'll have some people joining me here and there. It's not going to just be all about, hey, go buy this, go buy that. But I know that shopping can be hard, especially you can't go out and shop for people in person depending on where you live and what shopping is like in whatever part of the country that you're in, but all of it will be online stuff and just suggest. Questions for you and hopefully stuff that'll help make, you know, getting through the shopping season easier and finding meaningful and impactful gifts to give people in your life. So I thought that was an important episode and I knew that I could show up this week. I have the time and I have the space and I talk to my therapists and I can sprinkle work into my life here and there, but I have to have some healthy boundaries. And you know, I had a lot of friends speaking into me about work and whether or not I should be working and I need to take more time off or less time off just because work can be a good healthy distraction. But for me, I started to realize I was using work as a way to avoid. And we start every Tuesday episode off with a quote, which I know we're almost five minutes into the episode and I haven't given you a quote yet, but I pulled one to share that my pastor shared in church on Sunday. And it's not (laughs) the most, you know, inspiring quote. It's actually might be one of the more depressing quotes I've ever shared, but it's something that resonated with me. The quote is from Blaise Pascal and here's what he said. The only thing that consoles us for our miseries is diversion, and yet it is the greatest of our miseries. For it is that above all which prevents us thinking about ourselves and leads us to destruction. But for that we should be bored, and boredom would drive us to seek some more solid means of escape. But diversion passes our time and brings us to our death. So again, I know, but for me, I thought, oh my goodness, oftentimes I have been using diversion to avoid certain things that I need to address in my life. So work might be a diversion or just completely avoiding whatever form I do that. I, I was taught early on to brush certain things under the rug and act as if they are not there. That is how my family handled some stuff and I am learning now not to do that. And I feel like I probably encourage y'all not to do that. And I don't do it in all areas of my life, but there, there are definitely some things I have been in major denial of. So thank you, Pastor Matt Smallbone, for bringing up that quote during your service on Sunday. I know that this is, again, a healthy time for me to be here. I feel really good about it, but I don't know where I'll be next week. All this to say, I may be here next week, I may not, I may not be here the following week. I don't know, but I appreciate y'all sticking with me and hopefully you enjoy the variety of people that have been coming on and will be coming on to fill my shoes here on the podcast. Now, speaking of my pastor, Matt Smallbone, his cousins are in a band called For King and Country and I got this email from someone, his name was Matt, said, hey, Amy, I got the chance to meet Joel Smallbone last week through a virtual meet and greet before one of their drums in concerts. Joel wears this 1984 hat and me being 1984 myself, I wanted to see where he got it. He mentioned that he received it as a gift from you last year. Do you sell them or could you please refer me to the company that does? Thank you, Matt. Which Matt, what up? You're in luck. And I don't think we were going to talk about the Born Your Hats coming up this Thursday in the holiday gift guide. So I'm glad that Matt brought this up because we do make them and the company is espoir the one that I have with Mary and we have all the years most of them some of them may be sold out but you should be able to find one you want and they do make great gifts and you can give people the year they were born that's what we base them off of born your hats but really you could get any year that is special to someone and buy them that hat and they'll feel really special and also feel good about it knowing that it's going back to spread hope in Haiti at the same time with purchase so that is one of the emails that I wanted to share in today's episode Episode. And then I've got another email that I'm going to get into that is pretty much the only other email that I'm going to share on the show because it was very long, but also I really enjoyed the note. And I think that you will too. I love when y'all send us things that can be inspiring and that I can share with everybody else listening. But I don't know if y'all listen to the Bobby Bone Show on Monday, but I was gifted an experience from Eddie on the Bobby Bone Show where he had a TV that went out and it was no longer working and he he was just going to have to trash it. So he thought, oh my goodness, Amy's had a lot going on. I bet if we get her a sledgehammer and some goggles and some gloves, like she could go to town and get out some of her emotion. And I did. And I got to say it was amazing. So I'm not condoning destruction of property. Like I don't want you to just be reckless and go start breaking things in your house. But if you have an opportunity to do it in a constructive way, I highly recommend it. (laughs) I mean, it is awesome. I don't know, maybe you have a friend that's about to do some work at their house and they need some demolition or a wall taken down. Maybe ask if you could come over and just bang a few holes in the wall or something. Or maybe you could go outside and chop some wood. It felt a lot like that. Although I don't trust myself with an ax, to chop wood. Um, Not because I would do anything crazy, but I just don't feel confident enough in my swing to like actually make contact with the wood. But I don't know. Maybe there's a way to do that. I'm going to bring this ball up again on Thursday's episode as a gift because I think it's so amazing. But the ARG ball, I've talked about it here on the podcast. My therapist had it in her office and I really, really liked it. We ordered them. Everybody in my house has one and those are great too. They're awesome. Like you can throw them as hard as you possibly can and it's not going to hurt the person that's catching it or really damage anything because it's just the way that it's made but for me and my son sometimes when we're working through something like we'll just grab that and start throwing it at each other as hard as we can and not in a mean way but it does help him move past some stuff that he's got going on as well and then ends up making me feel really good it's a it's a sensory ball it is for stress and anxiety so highly recommend that or sledgehammering a TV that is no longer working. so shout out Eddie for that fun activity. Okay, now I'm going to get into the email that was sent to me from Nikki. And she started the email off with her favorite four things, which I think is so cute. So Nikki, I'm going to throw these four things on a customized four things tote for you. And I'll be putting that in the mail. I emailed you to get your address. So hopefully you check that soon. But her four things that she put are family, hot chocolate, happy color, and Wonder Woman. So those will look super cute on a tote. And then she put as her fifth thing, four things with Amy Brown, which I thought was super cute. And then she even started her email off with a quote from Shannon L. Adler, when you are joyful, When you say yes to life and have fun and project positivity all around you, you become a sun in the center of every constellation and people want to be near you. Again, that quote was from Shannon L. Adler in case y'all wanna look it up. And I thought it was fitting that Nikki put, that in there because we're big on joy here. But also I started to think about how I've been lately and I know that with what I do have going on and certain people that are dialed in with the circumstance, I feel like that's what I talk about a lot. And I found myself to want to draw back because I feel very negative and it just doesn't make me feel good. And then I feel like if I'm just this Debbie Downer, then nobody's going to really want to be near me. But at the same time, I think that this quote is important, but you need to, allow people to know all that's going on so that they can show up for you. And then the hope is, is that those friends will also want to reciprocate and share with you all the things that they have going on so that you can show up for them. But it's not always easy for people to share things. I feel like it's easier for me. If someone asks, I kind of give them a lot of it, probably too much uh, if I trust them. But then I also don't want to create an environment where then they don't even want to ask me how it's going because then they might get like blah, like all the negative things. And I, you know, in general, want to try to be a positive person that people want to be around.
1: This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget.
0: Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in HOPE. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert, because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Takova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S. And find your new favorite pair of boots today. Okay. So here is the body of the email that was sent to me. Hey, Amy, I want to start off by saying I love your podcast. My name is Nikki. I'm 47. I'm new to the Bobby Bone Show and to you. Let's face it. I'm new to podcasts too. If I'm honest, your podcast is my first. Like you sometimes ramble, I apologize for that. I just finished catching up on all of your podcasts. I've been binging them for a little bit. I work overnights in retail, the stocking pet department. So I listen to you talk to me pretty much all night. Now that I'm caught up, I'm not sure what I will listen to on my days that I don't have you. Again, rambling, sorry. So many things I wanna say. So this is gonna touch on a lot of the things I heard on your episodes. I loved the episode about your mom. I have had interactions with hospice. The people that work there are God sent for sure. My husband, I met when I was 21 and we spent nine years together and had two children. Then we split for 14 years. In 2015, I moved to Ohio to be with him and it was like no time had passed. He was still my best friend. I could tell him anything and I did. I had no secrets from him ever. Anyway, when we got back together, I felt happier than I had been in 14 years. In 2016, we found out my husband had pancreatic cancer. He went in for surgery. He did awesome until the day before he was going to come home. He started coughing up blood. He ended up going back into surgery. He was asleep. That's what I call it for a week. At one point during that week, the doctors didn't think he was going to make it through the night, but he did and he woke up. Hearing his voice again was the sweetest sound I had ever heard. He eventually came home, but had to take chemo. He ended up taking four different chemos. At first, they thought they got all the cancer. They were wrong with the surgery, and it spread to his liver. The chemos didn't work. The one that was working gave him pancreatitis, so they took him off of it. The cancer got so big that it broke through the liver lining and spread everywhere. That was the point it hit me. He was going to die, and I was going to lose him again, but this time for good. I always believed if anyone could beat cancer, it was him. Cancer took him from me on February 2nd, 2018, worst day of my life. He was only 44 when he died. I couldn't believe that God brought me back into his life just to take him away from me. Now, on the other hand of that, I also believe everything happens for a reason. And I believe I was meant to be with him through this. He got to not only reconnect with me, but he reconnected with his kids as well and got to see two of his grandkids. It does make me sad when I think that the two grandkids he did get to see were so young and they won't remember him. I have moved on as much as I think I ever will. I am with someone else, but it is not the same. He was my soulmate. He completed me, rambling again, sorry. But hospice came to my house about the last month of his life. They were great. Not only did they take care of the one dying, but they take care of the family. They got Lowe's to give us a new fridge and deliver it and take the old one. After he passed, they still called for a while to make sure that I was okay. I remember always saying, I'm fine, everything is fine. Everything was so not fine. I don't think I will ever be fine. There will always be sadness on holidays and his birthdays. Another story I'm gonna share with you is about my sister. She is blind and has been since birth. She's my older sister and she has six children. Her first four are part white and part black. Her younger two are part white and part Pakistan. She is my hero and all of her kids are doing beautifully. She always made it a priority to make sure her kids knew both sides of their heritage. She would make sure that when she bought dolls for her daughter, she bought both black and white dolls. I thought that that was so great. She wanted to make sure that they knew who they were. And the town she lived in was a little town that didn't have many black people there. I think she did a great job teaching them their heritage, being a single white woman living in a pretty much all white town. The last thing I want to say is I love the healthcare worker shout outs. Maybe you could shout out to the essential workers that are not in healthcare. I'm an essential worker. I've been making sure the stuff everyone needs is on the shelf so they can buy it. Just saying it'd be nice to hear about the other essential workers that have been right there through all of this. Well, I think I have talked your ear off enough, but before I go, just want to say I got my gratitude journal the other day and I love it. I want the tie-dye one too, but couldn't afford both. But I'm glad I got the new 2.0 version because it has your Alabama mac and cheese yo recipe in there. And I've been wanting that. I am for sure making it for Christmas. I know there is more I would love to say, but I will close for now. Thanks for all you do, your friend, Nikki. Which- Okay, Nikki, I love that you signed it your friend because we are all friends here and it makes me feel super connected to you guys when you tell me that because I do want to again recognize that you are an essential worker and give you a big old thank you for making sure that we have stuff on the shelves so that we can buy it. Yeah, I said in the beginning, I will be sending you that customized four things tote, but now I'm going to for sure throw in a tie-dye gratitude journal so that you can have that one as well. So appreciate you, Nikki, and thank you for this note. And I just thought it was really sweet that Nikki wanted to email this to me and open up and share all that has gone on in her life. I know that it is not easy. And she brought up hospice and I honestly had never worked with hospice at all until my mom went through what she did. And it was a beautiful experience. I don't know if any of you have anything like that going on in your life right now where you might be close to losing a loved one. If you could reach out to the hospice in your area, There could be several different ones, but maybe read some reviews, see which one you want to look into and don't be scared of it. I remember being terrified and thought, what are these people and what are they going to do? But they really make end of life beautiful. And special, and my sister and I were able to lie with my mom and be by her side when she took her last breath. And that was simply because of the amazing hospice care that we had. There may be somebody that needs to hear that right now, or you might need it down the line. And I was so ignorant about it. I wish I had known a little bit more before going into it because I would have gone into hospice with more open arms. I went in very closed and kind of angry and confused and thought, why are they sending us here? This is so bizarre. But again, it was the best decision we could have made so nikki thank you for sharing that with us and even that story about your sister and i'm a white mom with black kids and i think it's important to make sure that my kids being Haitian, they know their culture. We cook Haitian food every week because they love it. And I think that that's important. And I don't want them to just look around and see white people all the time. So I try to be intentional about that as well. So just a word of advice, even if you don't have kids of a different ethnic background, maybe look at who your family is surrounded with. Are you a white family with white kids and all of your friends and your kids' friends and everybody they encounter, are they all white? Just something to think about. Maybe is there a way for you to diversify your friend group or people that you hang out with? All right. I'll end here and I hope you enjoyed today's episode again I don't know that I'll be bringing my a game <laughs> this year I I have no idea but I do know there are times I want to be able to show up for y'all when it is right for me and feels good for me this week so I look forward to seeing y'all on Thursday for the gift guide episode and again I'll have some guests Mary will come on I think I'm gonna get my sister on I may have Stephen from Home Street home which is a homeless organization here in Nashville that does a lot of great work work because I feel like gifts don't always have to be anything I'm suggesting, like a four things toad or a gratitude journal or a really cool coffee frother or the arg ball. It it may be that you're donating something in someone's name. And so uh, I just want to put that. Out as an option. And then I have a few other ideas for y'all that I think you might like that could help make gift giving this year special and mean something. Gifts are important. They're an important way to show someone that you appreciate them, that they're a big part of your life and that you enjoy them and as a way of saying, thank you for being my life. Here is a gift. But it doesn't always have to be something that you bought and that they get to open. While opening presents is fun, and I'm gonna definitely give you ideas for that. There's some other ways that you can make sure that people know that they're special that actually don't really cost anything. So uh, yeah, that's what we'll be going over on Thursday and I can't wait to talk to you. I don't know. I haven't fully gotten that entire episode together so there might be some other fun things as well. Maybe we'll do like some sort of giveaway trying to figure out how to work that in. So anyway, make sure that you're listening. So however I do figure out the giveaway, there will be something involved and maybe you could win it in time for Christmas and it's like my little holiday gift to you. All right. Hope you all have a great rest of your day if you're listening to this on Tuesday or whenever. And then don't forget to email me. That's how we get content for this episode Four Things with Amy Brown at gmail.com. And uh, uh, gratitude journals were mentioned here Four Things Tote, obviously, Born Your Hat. You all can find all of that stuff at RadioAmy.com. And I don't even know whenever I was reading that email from Matt. I don't even know if I said where he could get it. Shopespoir.com. That's where you can find the Born Your Hat. Shop Espois, S-H-O-P-E-S-P-W-A. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. <sighs> this festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert.